0: The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English
1: You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. A picture book has been published to mark the 20th anniversary of China's first manned space travel. Authorized by Yang Liwei, China's first astronaut to enter space, the book illustrates the whole process of Yang's historic flight in October 2003, including the liftoff, in-orbit flight, and return to Earth of the Shenzhou 5 spacecraft. Published by the Beijing Science and Technology Press, This book relives some thrilling moments during the country's first space travel mission, based on Yang's autobiography. After Shenzhou 5 re-entered the atmosphere, Yang recalled that he saw cracks in the portholes and the temperature outside was between 1,600 and 1,800 degrees Celsius. However, after arriving back on Earth, he found out that it was the anti-burn coating covering the portholes, and not the windows that had burned and cracked. Young's autobiography, entitled Long March to Space, was published in 2010, Part of the book's content was included in China's middle school textbooks in 2021 and became a trending topic on social media networks back then. This is Special English. Amid increased awareness among young people about climate change, Carbon-neutral weddings, which promote eco-friendly products and recycling, are gaining traction and popularity. E-invites, instead of paper cards, and durable metal candy boxes, instead of the ubiquitous cheaper paper versions, are taking off. Some couples choose a humble bike ride over the conventional luxury car. A carbon-neutral wedding aims to minimise emissions by adopting eco-friendly products, implementing cost-saving strategies and emphasising recycling. While this approach might appear at odds with the typical grandeur of traditional weddings, According to a commentary in the state-run Guangming Daily, the carbon-neutral method is a reflection on waste, extravagance, and the blind pursuit of a sense of ceremony. In recent years, China's double-carbon objective, which aims for a peak in carbon emissions by 2030, and targets carbon neutrality by 2060, has increased awareness among young people about climate change. According to industry reports, in 2021, the average cost of a wedding in China marking a near fourfold increase over five years. Waste associated with wedding banquets has long been an issue too. In certain regions, a culture thrives on comparisons, where many boast about extravagance and frown on frugality, leading to irrational consumption. In 2021, China's Ministry of Civil Affairs implemented reforms nationwide, promoting simpler and more moderate wedding customs. These measures have successfully curtailed extravagance and wastefulness, with some areas reporting wedding costs dropping by over 90%. While pursuing carbon neutrality extends beyond just cost-saving, weddings often involve wasteful practices, from foam sculptures To elaborate table flowers at hotel venues. Addressing this, many venues now provide fixed wedding setups, cutting down on materials, costs, and emissions. 30 year old Liu Junjie just got married and went through a carbon neutral ceremony. Liu said that going completely carbon neutral for weddings is challenging, but he hopes couples can embrace eco-friendly approaches for the big day. Liu noted that a low-carbon wedding symbolizes enduring commitment for the newlywed, which is to make love both pure And timeless. You're listening to Special English. Instead of indulging in holiday food binges, a growing number of young Chinese people are sparing the time for fat burning activities amid the rising craze for sport. The phenomenon can be seen in the choices of many holidaymakers during this year's eight-day National Day holiday, which started on September the 29th. After wrapping up a five-kilometre bike ride, Zhao Lele from South China's Guangdong province was thrilled to cycle through the forests of Chang Bai Mountain in Jilin province, sharing the journey with a group of friends. Zhao said that appreciating the pleasant view while taking part in sports activities is popular with young people nowadays. This healthy, slow-paced travel is exactly what they need to step back from the fast-paced chaos and stress of urban life. To catch the trend, many scenic spots have been promoting the sports-plus-tourism concept to lure young consumers. A lake resort in Jilin City, in Jilin Province, has organised more than 20 sports activities for tourists – including frisbee, hiking, tennis competitions and swimming, as well as a 1.9km jump trail for mountain biking. Huang Zhongrei, head of the resort's marketing department, said that the wide range of activities they offered had helped to draw crowds. Keeping fit is also a preferred choice for those who don't have any travel plans, during the holidays. Liu Shuang, who is in charge of a Pilates studio in Changchun, the capital of Jilin province, said that holidays used to be an off-season for the gym. However, the staff have been getting busier during holiday periods in the past two years. Liu added that for the past National Day holiday, all the training sessions provided by 15 coaches were booked in advance. Such developments reflect the increased stress placed on fitness and sport in modern China. Chinese authorities have launched a nationwide fitness campaign and designated August the 8th as National Fitness Day. A series of sports events, including the Chengdu University Games and the Hangzhou Asian Games, have further ignited people's passion for sports activities. To support the National Fitness Campaign, China has accelerated the construction of sports venues and public fitness facilities. The country has proposed the promotion of 15-minute fitness circles in urban communities, providing physical exercise facilities that residents can reach within 15 minutes. A survey on national sports venues shows that by the end of last year, more than 500 million people in China were taking regular exercise. In the meantime, there were over 4.2 million sports venues across China, covering a combined area of 3.7 billion square metres. This is Special English. The International Olympic Committee has announced that the hosts of the 2030 and 2034 Winter Olympics will be selected simultaneously next year. The decision was taken at the 141st IOC session in Mumbai, after the IOC's future host commission proposed for the double award of the Winter Games over concerns of the impact of climate change. The Olympic Committee said that only 10 countries would be able to stage the Winter Olympics by 2040, based on the requirements including average temperature and sustainability via existing venues. So far, France, Switzerland and Sweden have expressed interest in hosting the 2030 Winter Olympics, while Salt Lake City is interested in the 2034 edition. That is according to future host commission chairman Karl Stoss. The 2026 Winter Games will be staged in Milan-Cortina d'Ampezzo, in Italy. You're listening to Special English.
0: We all enter this world with a universal greeting. (laughs) (laughs) We then learn to speak. (inaudible) Though our languages, cultures and traditions may differ, we still share one thing in common we have hope for humanity and the
1: world. German railway 000, company ...director Bank of The 26th United Nations Climate.
0: Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. Join our global network to connect with the world.
1: CGTN Radio. Hear the difference. This is Special English. China's cross-border e-commerce has sustained a steady expansion as many e-commerce platforms step up investment and innovation in logistics and retail services to improve the shopping experience for global consumers. According to the General Administration of Customs, The imports and exports of China's cross-border e-commerce are estimated to have amounted to about 1.7 trillion yuan in the first three quarters of this year, marking a year-on-year increase of 14.4%. In the past five years, China's cross-border e-commerce trade volume has increased ten times, while its proportion of the country's foreign trade rose from less than 1% five years ago to about 5%. There are more than 100,000 cross-border e-commerce market players in China. Logistics has been a major concern for cross-border e-commerce and a major field of investment for market players. JD Logistics, the logistics unit of Chinese e-commerce giant JD.com, has taken a leaf from the book of its domestic service, setting up forward warehouses in overseas markets like Germany and Spain to stay closer to consumers. It has operated almost 90 bonded warehouses, direct mail warehouses and overseas warehouses around the world and plans to develop a comprehensive supply chain logistics network covering the globe's major countries within three years. Another e-commerce heavyweight, Alibaba's international e-commerce platform AliExpress and its courier unit Sainiao, in late September announced the launch of a five-day global delivery service in five overseas markets. Consumers in the United Kingdom, Spain, the Netherlands, Belgium and the Republic of Korea can now select five-day delivery to get orders from China within five working days. In addition to improving delivery efficiency, e-commerce players have taken localization steps to woo more consumers. Last January, JD.com launched the overseas retail brand Okama in the Netherlands. The omni-channel model allows shoppers to purchase products online through Okama's app and pick them up offline at hundreds of points across Europe or choose to have their orders delivered to their doorsteps. Earlier this month, Okama announced the expansion of its home delivery services into 19 additional countries, bringing the retail platform's home delivery service to a network spanning 24 countries. Zhang Shi, head of Okama's procurement and sales section, said that by introducing their domestic innovative e-commerce shopping services it will offer overseas consumers a convenient and reliable shopping experience and introduce more high-quality local and made in china products this is special english Forty captive crested ibises are to be released into the wild on the lowest plateau in northwest China's Shanxi province. The first time the rare birds will have been reintroduced into their historical habitat on the plateau. According to the Provincial Forestry Bureau, twenty of the rare birds are from a crested ibis nature reserve in Hanzhong City, and the rest are from the Qinling Panda Breeding and Research Centre. They have been sent to two separate artificial breeding and wild-release experimental sites in the cities of Yan'an and Yulin, both on the lowest plateau. They will be released into the wild after they have adapted to the local environment. Liu Yinzeng, an ornithologist with the Chinese Academy of Sciences, said that the birds were moved to the north so they would better adapt to life in cold areas. Liu is noted for his rediscovery of the rare bird about 40 years ago. Yan'an and Yu Lin were once a favoured habitat of the species. Liu said that the experiment of releasing crested ibises into the wild is a new attempt and breakthrough in the protection of the rare birds in its historical habitat. In recent years, The two cities on the lowest plateau have continuously strengthened ecological protection and restoration, and the environment of the two cities has significantly improved, which has met the survival requirements of crested ibises in the wild. After more than 40 years of protection, the number of crested ibises in Shanxi province now exceeds 7,000, and the global population has expanded to more than 9,000. The crested ibis, with its iconic red crest and long black beak, was thought to be extinct in China until 1981, when seven of the wild birds were spotted in Yangxian County in Shanxi. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Amid increased awareness among young people about climate change, carbon-neutral weddings, which promote eco-friendly products and recycling, are gaining traction and popularity e-invites instead of paper cards, and durable metal candy boxes instead of the ubiquitous cheaper paper versions are becoming popular. Some couples will choose a humble bike ride over the conventional luxury car. A carbon-neutral wedding aims to minimise emissions by adopting eco-friendly products, implementing cost-saving strategies and emphasising recycling. While this approach might appear at odds with the typical grandeur of traditional weddings, According to a commentary in the state-run Guangming Daily, the carbon-neutral method is a reflection on waste, extravagance and the blind pursuit of the sense of ceremony. In recent years, China's double carbon objective, which aims for a peak in carbon emissions by 2030 and targets carbon neutrality by 2060, has increased awareness among young people about climate change. According to industry reports, the average cost of a wedding in China in 2021, marking a near fourfold fold increase over five years. Waste associated with wedding banquets has long been an issue too. In certain regions, a culture thrives on comparisons, where many boast about extravagance and frown on frugality, leading to irrational consumption. In 2021, China's Ministry of Civil Affairs implemented reforms nationwide, promoting simpler and more moderate wedding customs. These measures have successfully curtailed extravagance and wastefulness, with some areas reporting wedding costs dropping by over 90%. While pursuing carbon neutrality extends beyond just cost-saving, weddings often involve wasteful practices, from foam sculptures to elaborate table flowers at hotel venues. Addressing this, many venues now provide fixed wedding setups, cutting down on materials, costs, and emissions. 30 year old Liu Jun Jie just got married and went through a carbon neutral ceremony. Liu said that going completely carbon neutral for a wedding is challenging, but he hopes couples can embrace eco friendly approaches for the big day. Liu noted that a low carbon wedding symbolizes enduring commitment for the newlywed which is to make love both pure and timeless. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.
0: two programs from cgtn radio Radio. we invite you to visit us online for more audio pictures and in-depth reports at radio.cgtn.com you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news talk features entertainment shows and podcasts hear the difference with cgtn radio